Alrighty, welcome to Jump Off a Cliff Podcast, Episode 3. I'm Michelle with Oni Media Group. I'm Cassidy of Oregon Adventure Realty. And I think we're going to get in today a little bit about kind of where we started, our maybe first or worst job experiences. I think we all have those. Quite a bit of those. <laughs> if you're a good worker, you've had a quite a bit of those, I, I want to say. Yeah, especially yeah. starting out, you're always hopping from one job to another and trying to figure out what you want to do. Totally. I um, I think we, before we get started, um, Halloween's coming up. Do you have any plans? I'm so excited. I don't have any personal plans. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be for Halloween. I want to do something funny. Especially me and Jake can do something funny, my husband. <laughs> I'm going to be Judge Judy for Halloween. <laughs> I just I I can't stop watching her. I've got an addiction. I don't know what's wrong with me. It drives Will insane. That's gonna be the best Halloween costume. You just show up to work like that. I'm gonna show up to work, or I'm gonna show up to whatever Halloween get together I'm going to, and I'm just gonna start bossing people around. You're a moron. You're a moron. But uh, I'm not gonna be able to compete with that. It's so funny. It was gonna be between that or Guy Fieri from. Because then I could just be super comfortable in an awesome flaming shirt with, like, a goatee and just be like, yeah, this drink's taking me to Flavortown. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should be. I'm going to steal that idea. Just hey, you kidding. should do There you go. You've you got the blonde hair. You just need to cut off maybe, what, 14, 15 I'll, inches? Yeah, I'll just take some length off. There you go. It'll work. Grow a goatee. I'm sure Jake will love that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not one to be one of those uh, fancy girl dresser-uppers. I'm, like, a total humor, like... (laughs) Yeah, I think last year I was, like, a witch or something, and it looked more like a pirate costume. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Uh, Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think... it's not my... I'm not good at it. (laughs) You gotta be... You gotta just... I've been thinking about this for weeks, so you just gotta... It's, like, a thing for me. I have to be funny. Or I don't even know if Judge Judy's funny, but I, I, still, want to, I still want to be her. I'm not being her because it's to be funny, but it's just funny. But I uh, I really do like her. <laughs> I'm going to be like a, um, like Linda Baker or something. Like Ooh, really, there you go. Really all, all your real estate friends will be like, oh my gosh, that's a great costume. And everybody else will be like, who the hell is like, that? Like, who are you? <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? Me, Tom Ferry. <laughs> start coaching everyone. There you go. You're like, I'm a business coach. I'm a real estate coach. Then my friends are really gonna say, like, you really do not have a life outside of real estate. They're like, is she fun? <laughs> We're done hanging out with you. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go grab some pumpkins this weekend and go to. I think we're going to Pheasant Field. Is it Pheasant Fields Farm? Is there one over in Medford? I think so, yeah. I think we're going to go grab some pumpkins and do a little family outing and do carve some pumpkins, but I always like going to the local farms here. We were there a couple of weeks ago. It was fun. Do they have activities and stuff to do there? Yeah, just they had like little rides for the kids, and well, we were there. It was like 4 eight events, so they had like bounce houses and photo That's perfect. And That's perfect. All, that. <laughs> all my nieces and nephews can bounce around in that thing. That's perfect. We <laughs> love going to Fort Benoit over in Grants Pass. I want to go there. I the haunted go. corn maze? We should go do that. Oh, we should go do that. I, I Everybody talks about the corn maze there and, like, how scary it is, and I am a thrill person. I, I thought, like, I can handle those kind of things, and last year when we went... <laughs> <laughs> we had a group of like six people and the whole time I'm like hanging on to Jake and then <laughs> these two guys pop out of nowhere with a chainsaw and they try to split up our group oh my God. and you're not supposed to like 
you know, touch the actors or anything. And I, like, totally pushed back. I threw them away and I'm like I'm gonna find my husband <laughs> I have not getting you know, they're not gonna let me go through another path or yeah it was scary Central Point did like a hay maze one time and my husband and I thought it'd be really cool to go one day and we went and we were stuck in there for 45 minutes because we couldn't find our way out and this this little girl and I'm like we're, we're fighting at this point because we're so mad that we can't get out and he's like I'm gonna go one way you go the other way and I was like fine and so we separated and we're I'm like almost to the point of tears because I cannot oh. find my way out of this thing and this little girl comes up to me she's like just drag your hand against the wall that'll help you find your way out and I was like what is that the secret to mazes and we found our way out easily oh that would be good to know in high school i remember <laughs> i was in a group of friends and we were getting really frustrated that we couldn't get back out of the corn base so we just went straight through it, <laughs> <laughs> it like there's always the cheater's path. way out <laughs> yeah we stayed their own path yeah i wasn't proud of that moment <laughs> um yeah my clients are getting feeling really into the halloween spirit too i just did two halloween themed videos uh, this week, and then I think one of my other clients wants to do like a pumpkin carving contest at their venue, so we got to start advertising that. But oh, fun! It's yeah. really cute. Everybody's getting back into the Halloween spirit, and I think with Hocus Pocus two coming out, everybody's like, "Oh my God, I Halloween!" S- I was just at uh, Spirit Halloween. They had all their Hocus Pocus things. Did they? And, and all that? Yeah. It was cute. Oh, I gotta, I gotta figure out. I gotta go get my Judge Judy costume from there. Everybody's like, "Get your costumes now before it runs out." And oh yeah, I always wait until the last minute. <laughs> We just got done. We were like just decorating our office for like more fall, not really Halloween. Yeah. But it was- <laughs> Michael Myers themed. <laughs> well, I think we would if we didn't have our party on Friday. But <laughs> true, that's true. <laughs> oh, just drop the mic. Mic drop. <laughs> party foul. <laughs> oh, so first or worst job experience? Who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I guess my first real job experience was when I did 4-H when I was a kid and had to raise pigs. That takes a certain type of person. I, I don't have the ability to do that. Like, I... Cheers to you, man, because, like, I don't... <laughs> well, it's funny because my mom did it when she was younger, so she really wanted my sister and I to do it. And we started when I was, like, in fifth grade, but then I did it up until high school. And... It was really fun. There's a lot of learning lessons and. What type of animals? Did I you did have? pigs. Just pigs? Yeah, just pigs. Oh God, they're so smart. They just think so it, much. <laughs> it's funny because it's kind of like raising little dogs. They're they're pretty cute. And they get all excited. Dogs to be bacon. I I know. I still feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a super important. It's I I I I realize the importance of it. It's definitely a huge growing experience for. Oh, I remember my first year. I was so just. I was like crying last day of fair like I did not want my pig to leave me and it didn't really get that much easier but then yeah you get your check at the end from that makes it a little bit easier (laughs) as a little kid that's pretty exciting that makes it a little bit easier I didn't uh I didn't raise pigs but my first job I I groomed dogs for a living yeah (laughs) that was my first job and I was 15 and it was not fun. <laughs> I got bit a lot. Like I was, I was like, we would like mark the dogs as biters, and I would just, you know, going in to go like wash a dog that you know is gonna bite you. It's just like not a <laughs> good experience. Well, any kind of dog, like I was just helping my mom 
brush her dog the other day and like you hit a certain spot and she'll turn around and try to like nip at you yeah so i can just imagine a dog that doesn't know you oh yeah and um like bites aside i think like getting like the flea baths and pulling ticks from dogs it's nasty it's just so nasty and i like will never forget like how i'll never just like go up and approach a dog like our stranger's dog again because I'm like I'm not getting bit again <laughs> it's not happening yeah I have a dog I love my dog I definitely am not one to like go up to like stranger's dogs to like pet them <laughs> I love dogs but my very first year in real estate I was attacked by a dog really yeah I was showing, At a showing? yeah I was showing a property and it's actually like one of the first properties I was showing I was waiting for my client and I got out of my car I wasn't even on the property yet I was in this little subdivision in Grants Pass and I get out of the car, I'm crossing the street, and outside the sellers are still home with all their kids, and this dog kind of runs at me and starts barking, and I'm, like, trying to, like, bend down and pet it, and because I'm not scared of dogs mm-hmm. at that point. And all of a sudden, she, like, jumps up on my back and, like, <gasps> scratches me and bites through my hands. <gasps> and I was, like, started bleeding pretty bad. And end up, the dog was pregnant and was, like, super protective of the oh, kids and stuff, I heard too. they're like that. And the best part is I still showed the house. With the, <laughs> my hand was, like, wrapped in a bandage. I'm like, here, here's the master bedroom. Does anybody have a tourniquet? Yeah. <laughs> and afterwards, I had to go to the, uh, emergency or urgent care and oh. get a shot because, you know. For rabies. Or, yeah, dog right? bites are not good. So yeah. That was a fun learning experience. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I... I, I've never had, like, a dog, like, bite me, like, that hard. Like, I've been nipped in the face a couple of times, but I've never, like, needed stitches. But just the whole experience of a dog just biting you is terrifying, you know? Especially, like, a little dog, you don't really expect it. Because it was, like, a little healer. Like, it wasn't, like, a huge dog or anything like that. But I think because she was pregnant, too. And, of course, I'm not going to report it because I love dogs. I don't want anything happening to the dog, so... That's true, and there's yeah. plenty of dogs in the in our pounds now. Yeah, that's sad. God, that's crazy. Um, I'm trying to think. I have, a, like, another worse job. It wasn't, like, a long job, but I was hired for – I'm not even going to say the company because I just don't want to get into that, but I <clears throat> worked for a video production company out of New York, and they were filming – I don't know if you've, like, heard, like, DIYs, like, Tree Guys show. Oh, the yeah, Treehouse yeah, Guys. Yeah. So I did, like, a show for them, and, like, this was, like, maybe, like, I want to say, like, eight or nine years ago, and I was hired to, like, work on set with them, and we went to Cave Junction because they had, like, tree houses there and stuff, and so we were all, you know, we went five days filming and working really hard, and, like, from, like, 5 a.m. to, like, 8 p.m. every night, just, oh, wow. like, working super hard, and... Everybody, like, wasn't, like, pleasant. <laughs> Everybody was really mean. And, um, like, the, the, it was so disorganized. And that's, like, that actually that moment was, like, the minute I was, like, I don't want to direct film. I want to do, like, marketing for video. Mm-hmm. But um, it was such, like, not, um, like, the funnest experience in the world because after all of that work, we, I, like, get a message from the producer saying that they can't use any of the footage that they shot because they didn't realize that the tree houses were on a marijuana farm and at the time marijuana wasn't legal and they didn't realize that the owners of that property were growing like weed on their property and so they're like yeah sorry we're gonna have to cancel all next week because we can't use any of this footage and we can't shoot here it was all for nothing five days and (laughs) 
I don't know how we didn't like rec. I didn't know like how they didn't recognize it because it it's Cave Junction, so well, it's like it's pretty evident when there's there's quite a bit of farm and and just like in this yeah. area in general, there's so many like farms, but it it was just kind of like you're like oh we can't film you can't use any of this footage. Did they save the footage so when it was legalized I could use? It. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. I like looked it up a couple of times and tried to find you know if they did anything with it, and I've never seen anything, but. It was pretty interesting to see, like, how people, you know, the treehouse guys were pretty cool and really nice. Yeah. They, they like, um, they get crazy with the treehouses. They look like house houses. Like, I'd go live in the trees if they were to build me a house. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I was watching uh, The Price is Right with my mom a long time ago, and one of the grand prices was them uh, going to Cave Junction for the treehouse. What? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know The Price is Right gave that away. <laughs> it was really cool. That's so interesting. I've never... Um, I know there's like a treehouse like resort there. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, that that it's like right next to an equestrian farm too. I think because when I was there, we might have visited that place, but I just remember there's horses everywhere around <laughs> it. But really cool. It was a good experience, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was good to know like how it's like, you know, and I don't want to be in that world. <laughs> That's kind of like what happened to me one time. I was when I was younger. I was working at the. Uh, RCC's um, small business center mm-hmm. and I had told the leader of the uh, small business center that I really wanted to open my own business and I was thinking about opening my own like organic smoothie and juice bar or something like that yeah. I was really interested in that and they're like well before you go all gung-ho on wanting to open something like that you should start small and go to the growers market every Saturday and I'm like okay I'll do that and so I went and I bought all my signage, I got a little booth set up at the growers market every Saturday, and I made my little smoothies and my juices, and I even started serving like sandwiches and stuff, and it was all by myself, and I realized I hated it. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy talking to people and like getting out there, but then I realized how picky people are with food and drinks and oh. stuff, and it just wasn't for me, it just, it wasn't. I really enjoyed, like, decorating my booth and making mm-hmm. the marketing and all that and talking to people, but I did not enjoy being covered in smoothies all day. And, yeah. Yeah. Was, wow. I didn't know you made sandwiches at your smoothie bar. Yeah, it's like these little caprice or, or Oh, yeah. Caprice, yeah. However you say it, sandwiches, and, yeah. It was, it was fun. I met a lot of cool people doing that, but it wasn't for me. Yeah, that's, it's a, it's, a, I think it's good to, like, trial and error everything that you can I've it's so funny because like I've always wanted to do video production but I've like worked in just to like get to that point I've just worked so many different jobs like I like I was a (laughs) I was a cashier at like the Dollar Tree I used to like cook in a kitchen and manage some staff I I was like a waitress at a Chinese food place I'm like all of these like places I'm like you know, I, I worked, I worked to pay, pay the bills, but in the end, I'm like, I'll talk to people where I'm like, oh, you've never worked like one of these hard jobs before, have you, (laughs) you know? And then I don't want to work with them. (laughs) Well, it's so funny because especially when you're like a younger, like in your early twenties or a teenager, like you're working like all these random jobs. Like I think I started, my very first job was at a, like a little drive-in place in Grant's class, like a um, burgers and fries. Like a burger joint? Yeah. Mm. And then I worked at um, the coffee drive through and then I worked at 
a bridal shop and a clothing store and a sports injury place and all these like really random jobs. <laughs> yeah. I can't find any sort of like consistency with, with no. my work. <laughs> yeah. It's like growing up, I always knew I wanted to have some kind of business. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to work for myself. I just, it took me a while to figure out what exactly that looked like. Yeah. I think I was going to go, I, I really, really wanted to be a, a, director of film yeah so I went to school for film and I like even had the chances to go to like UCLA and I decided not to and stay here locally at the southern at SOU which was fine but after the couple of working experiences I was like oh you know what I think I don't want to do this and I actually like want to focus on like boosting up local business that's like what I want to do but I'm so thankful that I didn't go to California start in that direction, waste, like, spend all that money, waste all that time just to move back and, like, kind of figure that out. So I'm like, wow, everything just really happens for a reason. (laughs) It's really important to have all those, even those jobs that you think that aren't really meaningful to what you want to do in life. Like, I've gotten so many friends from all those jobs that I've Mm -hmm. worked at, and I still, like, a lot of them came to my wedding a few months ago, and they're really good friends now. So you're always making connections, and, you know, you learn something from each job. You definitely do. I think the biggest job that I learned from was the last job that I worked, uh, which was like a property management job. <laughs> and <laughs> I learned so I learned so much on like how to uh, purchase rentals and manage rentals. I don't think that I would be able to have renters if I didn't have that job just because I used to deal with tenants and owners a lot and, and maintenance and the whole spiel. Well, just knowing like the tenant laws and how to go about even require like acquiring tenants and how to do the background checks it's it's so that. much and I just did it for a job I didn't even realize like what kind of a gift it was to like have that little mm-hmm. bit of knowledge and now that I like I have rentals and I have units I'm like okay that's so easy I could do this but I try and explain this to other people I'm like just get a house have <laughs> renters yeah they'll pay for your retirement they like look at me like are you crazy that sounds horrible <laughs> I still reach out to you for questions of my rental I'm like so can I do it this way or how can I do it this way and <laughs> I'm like just give them give the tenants whatever they want <laughs> <laughs> free rent there you go yep free rent <laughs> <laughs> I just had to redo all the flooring in one of the kitchens. I had a huge, like, leak in one of my units, and so oh, we're getting wow. the flooring replaced. But it's so funny. I was like, whatever. That's just easy. Let's just redo it. They yeah. get Make them happy, you know? <laughs> That's what my unit is small enough that if I have to replace all the carpet, I'm like, eh, I'm just going to change it to laminate. Yeah, easy <laughs> peasy. <laughs> I remember buying the units and being like, um, I, don't remember who, I don't remember who told me. They were like, are you sure you want to do this? Your tenants are going to trash the place. I'm like... I'll, I expect them to trash it, but I just yeah. need to make it, um, like, tenant. Oh, God. Somebody somebody phrased it, and I can't remember who it was. I think it was on Bigger Pockets. They phrased it as, like, tenant-proof apartments. Yeah. So, like, you know, you, like, have, like, good flooring that's not carpet, so they're not, like, staining it and having to shampoo it or clean it. Mm-hmm. You know, just, like, using a lot of things that kind of tenant-proof the places. And I was like, that's 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 big for me because that's what I want to do for all the rest of my units. Yeah, you don't want to have to replace the carpet every tenant. No, and you can't even like ask them to replace the carpet because then it's just the whole mess of the tenants not thinking they need to replace it and it's just, you don't want to go to court with anybody. Yeah, it's, it's not worth the time. It's definitely not worth the time. <laughs> Speaking from experience. Yes, you know all about that. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't gone to court with anybody, just real estate wise. Um, 
I think it's a good sign. That's a good knock sign. On knock on wood. On wood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do things pretty ethically, so. I can't imagine that. Well, maybe real estate doesn't, because I just, I was in court all the time when in property management, but I guess maybe real estate agents don't really have to go through that as much. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, disclosures, and I'm sure there, I know of agents that have gone to court over disputes and stuff, and it happens. I'm, I'm sure, like, once you get to a certain point, it mm-hmm. could happen if someone decides to, everyone, or some people are sue happy. Yeah. You know, oh, so. yeah. Good old sue happy ones, but yeah. <laughs> you kind of try to do everything you can to cover yourself and make sure that you're doing all the inspections and you're doing everything your client is asking of you and there's not any surprises and as long as you're ethical about it. <laughs> I remember one of my, uh, one of the landlords that I uh, managed their property for, he purchased the house, we had renters in it, and then all of a sudden like these huge like foundational cracks like started to appear like in the house and stuff. Oh, like yeah. not just like normal like w- normal like settling cracks, it was like big cracks. Like I could stick my fingers through the oh, little geez. cracks and um and like I told him about it and he was like, "What? I bought this house recently and the foundation was fine." And so then he like found out that the real estate agent didn't disclose that there was foundational issues. Oh no. And he took him to court and he won. He won and actually the real estate agent had to pay f- from what he told me. Yeah. The real estate agent had to pay for him fixing the foundation, which was huge because the house sat on a hill. And so it was like it was like a lot of work to like stabilize the house to like because oh, it was it was at a what do you, whatever you call it like a decline. Oh, it was, it was probably on, built on fill too. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it was nuts, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. And the tenants are just still living there, and I'm like, are you guys okay? <laughs> Your house is crumbling. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah, if you especially if you know about it, it's just better. Even if it's it's kind of a mess here in the transaction it's better to disclose things and deal with it then than like they move in and then they realize and then Mm -hmm. knowing that you knew about it that that's just it's not good do you ever like in the middle of the transaction do your sellers or they ever like okay so i gotta bring up this issue is that happened to you ever yeah it has (laughs) and then you have to just deal with it and then if the buyers have sometimes you can get it fixed Mm -hmm. and you know, the, sometimes if the sellers don't have the money for it, they can pay out of escrow and depending on what the repair is and there's ways around it, but I'm like, it's just so much better to be truthful. Please <laughs> and, just tell the truth, sellers, and, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you go to court, they have to prove that you don't know, um, you didn't know about it, but I don't even want to play that game. I don't want yeah. to. Yeah, well, what it seemed like with that experience that I just talked about, the real estate agent, like, got in trouble, not necessarily the seller. Like, I'm, yeah. And I don't know, like, what the situation was because maybe the seller did mention something and the real estate agent forgot to pass yeah. that message along. I don't know. But I remember him, like, specifically saying, yeah, the real estate agent had to pay. And I was like, that's nuts. And I yeah. can't imagine how crushing that would be. Well, it, Are you guys, in, do, as a real estate, like, individual agent, is there, like, insurance for Yeah, we claims pay like for that? errors and omissions insurance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That would be terrifying to be in the middle of that. Yeah. That's why <laughs> I... I'm terrified of anything like that happening, so I try to do everything I can to prevent something like that from happening. Yeah, you're pretty thorough. I w- like if I was to like sell my house with you, I'd be like, no worries, not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. Actually, you probably find things. You're like, did you know that your electrical? <laughs> did you know that you got wires hanging out underneath your house? I'd be like, no. Thanks for pointing that out. Well, it's funny. Sometimes, like, I'll like 
especially like rural properties, I'm the one that finds out there's like an easement on the property or there's oh. like BLM access that they mm-hmm. didn't know about. Or one time I even found out that the well was on another property. Oh, no. And they didn't even know about it. So I'm the one that kind of brought up the bad news, but at least we were able to like figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> instead of, buyer. Yeah. Right, especially not like right in the middle of a new transaction. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of things that can happen like that, but it's just better to disclose it and do your due diligence. <laughs> That's nuts. I, um, cause I used to like, I, I don't know why I, I don't miss like the house stuff because like I you and I connected because you were in real estate and I was doing like property management type of things right. and so I used to be in houses a lot too I don't I used to do like my own showings for renters you do showings as like a, as a realtor but I yeah I don't miss the showings <laughs> like those were <laughs> those were there was one time I hated doing the showings because I was always by myself and like when we had open house uh when we had like like for rent like appointment or open house you type said thing. open houses for rent we did we Rentals? had yeah we had wow. a cup every once in a while we did when i first started we had a whole bunch we would do we would do showings we would make sure that they would see the place before they signed a lease and we did we stopped doing that eventually but um i just hated random people just walking in and i didn't know who they scary. were yeah. yeah i mean at least you kind of like know like when people call in can i see this house you go and take it to them you know who it is I didn't know some of these people walking in. It's nuts. I'm like, who are you? Like, there's times, like, especially if you had a lead, like, online and they want to go see a house and yeah. you're meeting some stranger out in the, like, a rural property or something, it can get a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's, um, each office has a different kind of security measure that they take, but sometimes they'll have them meet you at the office mm-hmm. and they can even, like, get a copy of their driver's license or something before you go out and show them property. That's, doesn't happen as much anymore because a lot of brokers don't work out of the office as much as mm-hmm. they used to. But there's different things. That Ways you to be that, safe. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't like I just had a lot going on. I'm like I don't need to be doing these showings like like 5 p.m. when it's starting to turn dark with these people coming in and uh, yeah. I don't know who they are. And one guy actually like hid, snuck in the house like during one of my showings. And I, because I was supposed to show it to a family, so it was it was a by appointment only showing. But he had saw that people were walking through the house. He snuck into the house, went to the back bedroom, and as I'm like turning off the lights and getting ready to go after the showing was completed, he's like, "Oh hey," and he's asking me questions about the house. I'm like, "Who oh are gosh. you?" <laughs> and I was I was like super scared, and I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna be. I'm like it's by appointment only." I'm either going to lock you up in the house or you can leave. And he ended up leaving, but I was, like, full on ready to, like, lock him in the house and just, like, run away. (laughs) Yeah. I remember the day I told my mom that I want to get my real estate license, um, she was watching a dateline of a realtor that actually was murdered during a showing. And so she was so terrified, especially as, like, a little 18-year-old girl. Like, it's a little bit scarier. Yeah. (laughs) It's super scary. I mean, even as, like, a female by yourself, not that... You know, yeah. it's not as scary. I don't know. It's not scary for males or females, but I mean, just as it's like harder, yeah. you know, yeah. I remember, um, I don't know who told it to me. Maybe it was Cindy. Maybe it was you about the, um, people that got murdered on Sheridan off of Delta Waters, Sheridan court uh, or, or Chetelan, Chetelan. Is that what the road is called? It's like right next to, I, I just know that there was like two real estate agents that went to go show a house and the guy killed him. What? Wrapped him in a mattress, took him to the dump, and, like, that, and then, he, I mean, he got caught, because, what an idiot, you don't take bodies to a dump. Not yeah. that I know where to put bodies, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
gosh. But it was like, I, I remember hearing that. And that was a really long time ago. I think it might have been like t- maybe 15 years ago. But oh, like, wow. it's still like, yeah. it's, I remember it. I was like, wow, I can't believe that. But he like, showings are scary. Like, Got to be prepared, man. <laughs> yeah, that is terrifying. Well, it goes along with being almost Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should have some like ooh, music playing in the background. I, I wanted to make like a like one of our listings into like a haunted house, like the walkthrough. Oh my gosh, that'd be a great idea. But I'm like, eh, someone probably wouldn't appreciate their house being turned into a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really see the house then. <laughs> I always see like um, I see every once in a while like on Pinterest and stuff like for sale signs. It's haunted, you know, like oh, during yeah. Halloween just to like sell it. And I'm like, that's so cute. There's this one that I showed that they're um the properties across from a cemetery and their sign reads don't worry the neighbors are quiet <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good my parents live next to a cemetery and you're right they are quiet yeah that's perfect <laughs> maybe a little haunted but yeah yeah very 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 chilling but quiet I think I might like I, I probably wouldn't hate it that much. I'd probably be terrified in the nighttime to, like, go take the garbage out, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know if I would care for that. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I think with our job experience, it's just, uh, you know, I we d- worked a lot of jobs, but then in the end we learned so much about each different career path that I feel like we're able to function a little bit better as adults with all this experience, whether or not it's being a cashier to customer service or you know, raising some pigs to be slaughtered. <laughs> you make it sound so horrible. No, I think 4-H is a really great program. I, I, I pride you in that. I can't, I joke, but I'm like, I think it's so cool. I think, I think you definitely have to have stones to do murderer. it. <laughs> I mean, you kind of are. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're not the murderer. The butcher is. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I don't do anything. I just raise them. Yeah, you just raise them. You do all the 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 nice stuff. But no, I I totally I I cheers to you guys because that's a really great job and totally helps you guys build responsibility and accountability for this investment that you're putting a lot of money and energy We're just in. Little farm kids learning how to do life. Yeah, it's great. I love I love farmers and it's awesome. I uh, definitely think that um, I'm like done searching for jobs, you know, because I'm doing this and Me I'm too. happy with it and yeah. it's my career and I'm here and. It's, like, exciting to be where we are at, you know, at our ages and have the experience that we have. And I, I can't wait to see, like, what we're going to be learning as we continue on in our careers, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, I definitely think that having all those different jobs is, you think that it's not important at the time, but you really do learn a lot from each job. Big time, big time. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many listeners we have, a good maybe, like, handful of three or four listeners. I'd say at least five. At least five listeners. Perfect. You five listeners. <laughs> We're growing each week. <laughs> We're growing one each week. <laughs> I think last week we said three. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yay. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm totally down. I Eventually I want to get the page going and our Facebook and Instagram page going so that um, we can have more people interact on it. So like I'm totally interested if anybody's interested in posting their first or worst job experience because we could all learn from each other so that would be a good thing to hear from you guys i love hearing bad job experiences i love it bring it on (laughs) (laughs) makes me feel better about mine it does (laughs) (laughs) cool i think that's all the time that we have for today and again just thank you for bearing with us on episode three and we look forward to talking to you guys next week we'll see you next week 